What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I am your host, Greg, as always, joined by Caleb and Matt. What's up, gentlemen? How's it going, Greg? It's it's going. Not much <laughs> over here. It's just a, just yeah. another day. It's a grilling day. Today's a day yeah. you grill. It is. We are recording <laughs> on Memorial Day. Uh, obviously, it doesn't go up until Tuesday, but you know, we figured we'd take the Sunday off and uh, spend our time on Memorial Day recording this podcast. But today, we're going to talk about some cool stuff. MPD, as we always do every month. Rockstar is supposed to have some games coming out. PS5 information kind of came out. Let us know. But before we get to that, gentlemen, what have y'all been playing this week? Hey, Matt. You wanna go first? <laughs> I was about to say, Matt, you trying to go first? Because I feel like the audience and Greg and all y'all already know my answers. Yeah. Uh, so, plot twist. Aside from the usual Animal Crossing shenanigans day in and day out, I booted up Destiny 2. Um, I think... So, I, I don't even know. Whatever, uh, it was Saturday that I saw you, Greg, or Sunday? or Saturday. 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 Uh and so that yeah after that i went i booted up took forever to download the updates because i literally have not touched it in months um went in there and for i probably spent like an hour playing and half of that time i was just confused to all hell is what i was supposed to be doing (laughs) (laughs) so it was relearning the controls relearning uh reorienting myself with where i am in the story and what missions i was supposed to be focusing on uh but once I got a handle of it, uh, I got that kind of like adrenaline rush of playing a, a game again that you that you enjoy. Um, and so it was fun. Got to play that. Tried booting up uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 on my N64. Didn't work, so I got to figure out what's going on with that. Other than that, straight chilling. Caleb, how much uh, ESO or Elder Scrolls did you play this week? Uh, 10 hours in the last two days. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Was it Skyrim or ESO? It was ESO. I was tempted to go into Skyrim just because as soon as uh you complete like all the prologue missions, or whatever um, cutscene happens, that I don't want to spoil for anyone who's playing the game. But after you complete the prologue and you do some things, you get some quests, you hear some familiar names, you get a cutscene, and I'm like, I literally almost just hit Control Tab, booted up Skyrim. But I was like, it is three in the morning. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But it was good. It's been a good game. That game is one of those, like, released to so much hype, to so many people within the community. And it was literally a garbage truck on fire when it first released. Um, but shout out to the people at Bethesda, Zenimax Online Studios, um, and Zenimax, period, to sticking to that property because there is a wealth of content there. Um, it's almost too much to do. There's days I get on and I'm just like, I don't want to do any of this. Um, but it's uh, it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. I think once the Elder Scrolls DLC comes out specifically for the Skyrim, Dark Heart of Skyrim, the main storyline, I'm going to play through that. But past that, we're going to have some interesting games coming out due to the information found out from the Sony press conference. So I'll be taking a little break from that game once uh, some games drop. Well, I uh, I did it, gentlemen. I platinumed Final Fantasy 15. Yay! Um, I realized as I was doing it, though, why I'd stopped. So I, I I didn't look at it until after I finished the game. I was like, all right, let me see if there's a video up there on how best to defeat the Edaman toys to get that, that gold trophy. And then started watching it and realized the video was two and a half hours long. 
<laughs> and at first I was like, nah, this can't be real. It's probably just a bunch of lead-in and a bunch of post stuff, and it's not all the fight. Nope. And then I, and I started the fight at, like, I don't know, probably 8 o'clock at night and played till I got them down to 40%. Got tired. My hands were cramping. I probably was, like, an hour and a half. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just put it in rest mode and come back the next day. I uh, went to turn my PS4 back on, and it was like, nah, man, I'm not showing nothing on the TV. <laughs> so I had to turn it all the way off, reboot it back up, and had to do that entire fight all over again. Oh, man. It was it was easy two, two and a half hours. It was absolutely ridiculous. But I did it. I got the platinum. Um, part of me is compulsive and wants to go through and get the rest of the trophies because they've added so much since then that I've only got like 48% of the trophies. And the other part of me is like, nah, I got the main game. I'm good. Wow, that's a yeah, lot of content. It, that's yeah, they've added a lot of stuff to that game since launch. So, also played some more Trials of Mana. Um, this game's getting better. It's it's definitely an RPG from the mid '90s, but it is really pretty the way they've redone it and how they've uh, added some voice acting to it, and then a whole bunch of other stuff. But other than that, just been watching a bunch of TV like normal, like everybody's doing, stuck inside the house. So I'm just glad I'm not out there getting the Rona. Yeah, I just finished The Wire, so I know how you feel. Yeah, that's that's another thing to go back and watch eventually one day. But let's talk about some games that released last month. So the MPD numbers came out. Um, The number one selling game for April was, of course, Final Fantasy VII. Only because of me, because I pushed it so much. I talked about it all the time. (laughs) That's why we're able to get that done. Right. Uh, but there were some other ones on there. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, or Modern Warfare, rather, I apologize, is still up on number two. Animal Crossing is still going strong at number three. Uh, looks like NBA 2K20 is number four, holding on with all the, the sales of the game and the price drops they've had on that. Grand Theft Auto 5 will not go away, stuck at number five. Uh, number six, Resident Evil 3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered is on that list, and that's a digital-only game to the best of my knowledge. That's at number seven. Number eight was MLB The Show 20. Number nine, Madden NFL 20. And number 10 was Red Dead Redemption 2. So those are the top 10. And there were other ones scattered out there that kind of made sense. Like Just Dance 2020 is up on there on number 11. I think that's just because everybody's stuck inside and actually wants mm-hmm. to move around. Um, so Borderlands 3, Pirate Hunting Ground, stuff like that, all inside that list. But anything shocking from that for you guys? Uh. Red Dead 2. No. It's Rockstar. It's It's Rockstar. That doesn't shock me. Grand Theft Auto is still on there. That's more. That should be more shocking. But we're just. (laughs) It's almost like Stockholm Syndrome. We're used to it at this point. (laughs) It just stays there. It does not go away. So. uh, The one that's shocking to me is um, Res 3. Yeah, I mean, that just came out. What? Like just three... before, as in March, yeah, but it's March. A game like Res Three, like it's something that people would. It's something that I would see selling. I would imagine it would be selling a lot of copies pre-owned because it's like the fanatics, the hardcore fans, the Res, the Res fans are the ones that are gonna buy it day one. So the first month sales make sense. It's a lot of nostalgia, a lot of old people coming back, a lot of new people getting introduced. Twitch streams on it were crazy, so I get it in there for the first month. Second month, okay. Third month, okay. And like month four. Well, just to keep in mind, as I'm thinking about this, Resident Evil 3 came out April 3rd. 
a week before Final Fantasy. So that still qualifies for an April release. Uh, add on to that pre-owned sales, you won't, it, it can't. Yeah. Um, GameStop stores, for the most part, nationwide just opened up pre-owned or trades about a week and a half ago. So Everyone's there hasn't been buying it new. Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. So that, okay. in, in that instance, yeah, but I can understand where you're coming from. Normally, I'd probably be far lower on the list because of the pre-owned um, sales of it because it is such a short game. Yeah. That's like my biggest surprise, but everything else on that list makes sense. Um, I'm not surprised that there's sports titles all over this list. FIFA's at number 12, uh, MLB, Madden, 8-9, and then 2K, 20, NBA is at number 4. So with everybody so sports hungry, I mean, I, I see how that's working. Yeah, that no, surprised me. Pretty solid, pretty diverse month for MPD sales. It's not often you see so much different types of games, short of like launch window or launch season in October, November. So that's always cool to see. Um, one of the big news items that came up from this last week was uh, I, Rockstar says it will release 93 games over the next five years. And I want to talk about this one for a little bit. Um, so in the article from IGN, it says that uh, of the 93, 63 of them are quote-unquote core experiences, 17 are quote-unquote mid-core games, and 12 of them are quote-unquote casual slash arcade titles. So I'm thinking the casual slash arcade titles are probably like either the mobile games or like table tennis like they've done in the past. Um, I don't quite understand what mid-core games and core experiences are, but I, I wanted to talk about a little bit. Of the 63 titles, um, they they said a lot of those are going to be sports games. So of, of the five-year period, you got WWE and 2K and uh, NBA in those. And it looks like this year where 2K is actually releasing a licensed golf game. So let's say 15 of those 63 titles are sports titles we're going to take those out of the mix so that leaves us with what 48 games yeah of those 48 games in the next five years what do you suspect we're going to see now does uh if a game if they're remastering a game does that count as a as a game release yeah. for them yep i could see a bully remastered i could see uh um la noir remaster they've already done that that's already on the PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Would they redo it for the new consoles with the PS5? I mean, possibly. Um, th this also is not including the end of this year. Oh, okay. This starts. This is like in their next five years. So their fiscal year is March twenty, March twenty twenty one is or April twenty twenty one would be their their first fiscal year because they do have like the Mafia Definitive Edition coming out this year. Um, that comes out, out in August. They just so you know, they do publish Borderlands, Bioshock, what else? XCOM, Civilization. Uh, they did obviously Battleborn. That was a fantastic game. Was a tremendous. I okay. I have the Battleborn beta on my computer till this day, not because I want to, but because it's impossible to get off my hard drive. Like I, I've tried. <laughs> And anything short of a hard drive wipe can't get rid of that game. Like the space, this is 15 gigs is forever lost into the ether because of the Battleborn beta. Yeah, so I mean, to add on to that list, they've also, like I said, Civilization's on there, so I would expect maybe Civ 7. Well, I don't, think they're, I don't think they're going to do Civ 7 because they just released like a battle pass for Civ and it's a year-long battle pass. 
But over the I mean, next over the five next years five so? years, Civ Six is how old? Two years? I think it's three or four. Man, I'm way behind on that one. Okay, Civ Seven makes sense in that case. Um, Twenty sixteen, yeah, four years. What else? What else would make sense? A bio, there have been rumors that there's been another Bioshock in the works. Uh, if they give us a Bioshock collection remaster, I'd take that. that. Again, that's already out there. Again, on the PS5. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a GTA title, GTA 6. But I think if that's going to be released, that'll be towards the end of that five-year period. So 20... What's that? Make it 2024? 25. 25. So, mid cycle for the next generation. I don't think we're they they're in early development of of uh, GTA Six right now. So I don't think we'll see that till at least the tail end of this five years. Yeah, I mean that, it, that would make sense. GTA Five took six five to six years in development. Um, it's the same teams, to best of my knowledge, worked on Red Dead, and that was a seven year cycle. So seven years puts them right at that twenty twenty five mark if they keep up with the same uh, dev time, and they have, they have the money, the capital, and the power to do whatever they want. I mean, as we just talked about, Red Dead Redemption two and GTA five are still in the top five, and GTA five is a seven year old game, or top ten titles. So, it's guaranteed money. So, but. That's that's what I'm thinking. Caleb, you kind of teed us up a little while ago talking about PS5 launch games. Why don't you go ahead and talk about that a little bit? Uh, wait, which ones? The ones that were the, released, the press conference? The, yeah, the information from that press conference. So uh, Sony had their, I guess, shareholders press conference. Am I saying that correctly? Because I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing in the right time. I'll double check it, but yeah, go ahead. And within the press conference, they released that they're going to have a few games coming out and but for me the most important thing out of that no not the most important thing the thing i find the most interesting was release information about how strong their system is um did anyone else see this besides me how they said that the playstation 5 is a hundred times faster than the playstation 4 yeah i saw that what do you guys think about that and then i want to talk about the games is you that, said a hundred times faster than the PlayStation Four Pro, or just yeah. like the play, PlayStation Four? PlayStation Four Pro. Pro. And it's because of their proprietary solid-state hard drive. Like, what does this? Like, what does this mean for like render times, load times? Um, and it's like according to an article on T Three. Um, the PlayStation 5 is, and I'm quoting at this point, that's a huge claim because the PlayStation 5 is now saying um, if these, these allegations are true, um, it's basically making itself like, as basically being in line technologically with the Xbox Series X. For all the teraflops and conversations and press conferences of how powerful the Xbox Series X is, according to T3, this one claim alone which builds on the previous claim from the uh, Unreal event, where we got that tech demo that the guy said the the architecture is better than most high-end PCs. 
now the solid state hard drive being hundred times faster than the Xbox or than the PlayStation Four Pro. Are we, have we underestimated the PlayStation Five and its cost? Like, that's question one. But on a follow up question, like, what does this mean for PlayStation Five? Like games, like playing the games, and also what does this mean for Xbox? I mean, ultimately, what I hear from that is no load times. That's that's the biggest thing that's going to happen with that. Um, you won't, and and it also supports their claim that you'll be able to play the demos right out of the, the store without actually having to uh, download them or anything like that. That it just speaks to the, to the capabilities that you're going to do. It, it gives it credibility. Um, no load times. I mean, think about playing games where you die, like Dark Souls or Bloodborne. And then you have you die constantly, and then you have like a forty-five second to a minute load. You don't have that anymore, so you're gonna get right back in your game. You're not gonna have the transitions from this area to that area with a load time between it. Like I had that all the time in Final Fantasy fifteen. Yep. As you either transition to a new area, or um, if you did like a fast travel instead of actually drive the car from point A to point B, it it didn't have to. It won't have to load behind the scenes as much or stop and load it will just go there will be nothing so when you have your gta 6 your world will be able to be bigger um when you play your you know mass effect for instance your loading elevator is going to be a much shorter elevator trip than it was you know back in that generation or even on the current generation if they ever release that as it is on pcs now um so that, that's my takeaway from it is no load times better look it's all gonna be much much faster. Yeah, no load, t- no load times. Better look. My thing that I'm really excited for is like the size of the world. Like, can you imagine like loading all of? What's the biggest game out right now? Yeah, loading all of Red Dead Redemption into the PS5, and you know there's no loading. Everything looks crisp and sharp, but they can make it bigger. Like that's wild because as. We, every time a developer, a big developer comes out, oh, um, Cyberpunk is three times the size of the world of The Witcher. Um, this game is four times the size of the last game we made. This game is ten times. like I, Again, Skyrim nerd. Skyrim is a huge game. Elder Scrolls Six better be the size of a planet. Because at this point, like, why not? Matt, does anything like about like the speed of the PlayStation Five excite you? I mean, one of the first proof of concepts we got was like with that Spider-Man tech demo. But what do you think? Um, I, I think first of all, I think it's hilarious that uh, all of Twitter is talking about six fifty PlayStation Five, six fifty, six fifty. Um, I I can't see that happening. And Greg, I talked about this with you a little bit when I saw you on Saturday. Um. And it's it's just funny seeing people's takes on it, and it, um, with it them claiming it being a hundred times faster than the PS4 Pro, I think that still aligns with them being around the five hundred price point. I can see that. Um, any more expensive than that? I don't know. I'm also not an expert in this field, so it is just a really good guess um, at this point in time. Not even a good one, just a guess. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm I'm sorry, what were you saying, Greg? I was going to say, I think that's, I don't think anybody's an expert in this. The only ones who are true experts in what the price is going to be is Sony. So I think any guess mm-hmm. is a valid guess unless you're like 250 <laughs> Right. I got $2.50 yeah. for this. 
Uh, but no, I'm, I'm super excited for it. Uh, just thinking about the possibilities of it, hearing that meaning that no load times for some of these games, uh, like rock being someone that's just rocking a PS4, like straight up. Uh, it's already like, I'm cool with what I have, but the potential for the PS5 makes me so much more excited. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Do you have anything else, Caleb? Uh, yeah, so uh, Tech Radar put out a list of the games that we can expect um, on the PS5. Some of these titles we know, some of these titles are new. Um, we're going to start at the top. I'm just literally going through the list. Um, again, this is an article posted on Tech Radar two days ago. Um, the first five games are games we already know about. Fortnite, Warframe, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and Outriders. Now, some games that I didn't know that I found out through this article, a game called Gothic. We already know about Godfall. Outriders is also a game that's been teased that's going to be coming to PlayStation 5. Lord of the Rings Gollum is a title coming to the PlayStation 5. We're also getting some titles um, from Bluepoint Studios. They've announced that they have a game, but could have more games in the work. Bluepoint Studios developed um, Shadow of the Crosses. Yeah, they're the remaster team, the one that's in a lot of remasters. Yep. Watch Dog Legions is also on this list of games that could possibly be releasing. Battlefield 6. Um, Gods and Monsters. I'm not sure which one that is. There's also that game by Amazon Studios, New World Online. I no believe that's, that's the name mm-hmm. of that title. But there's also another Rainbow Six game, Rainbow Six Quarantine. We'll see how this one does. Um, <laughs> but it was confirmed by Ubisoft back in 2019. WRC 9, Dying Light 2, Dirt 5. So some more racing games for you fans. Krovos, C-H-O-R-V-S. Am I saying yeah, that right? No. That was the one they showed off at the uh, Xbox event, and it was almost like a Star Foxian ah. space one. Cool. Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2, Scarlet Nexus, Cyberpunk 2077, Death Stranding, supposedly rumored for the PlayStation 5. I don't know why anyone would suspect that's a rumor. That's probably going to happen. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, that's already confirmed. Last of Us 2, that one's already been spoiled till Oblivion and back. Um, thankfully, not for me. Starfield, The Elder Scrolls 6, GTA, GTA 5 6 is now being rumored. And Horizon Zero Dawn 2. We're also supposed yeah. to get like, God of War 2, and I'm Gran Turismo. And possibly. Did you already say, you already say Spider-Man? Yes. No, I didn't say okay. Spider-Man, but yeah, Spider-Man 2. Of yeah, all those of all those games, what do you guys think? I mean, I don't think we're going to see a Spider-Man 2, God of War 2 or um Horizon Zero Dawn 2 at launch. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 might be like the quote-unquote launch window. Um but I think have pushing that game out in 2017 and then pushing out another one 3 years later m- might be a little tight. Um, especially is it something you want to push out at launch and have so few sales where if you wait till say maybe March, April, you might be able to capitalize more and get more sales out of it. Usually if, I mean, if you look at launch games, usually they're kind of, I don't want to say throwaway trash, but they're not top tier, amazing games. 
Um, I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming on both consoles, so that's going to sell just fine. And by both, I mean, I guess both generations. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Gran Turismo at launch. That's usually driving games are hot, easily to, to capitalize on at that launch window and shows off all the techno graphics. But I, I mean, it's I'm excited to see what these games they're talking about are. Um, Matt, is there any games that you would want to see within the launch window? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens when you're not a gamer. Uh, we talked about it. <laughs> we talked about it last time. For me, it's Ghost of Tsushima. I'm tempted to not get it on the PlayStation 4 so I can experience it on the PlayStation 5. That's my temptation right now. What's going to happen is I'm going to buy it on the PlayStation 4. I'm going to buy it again on the PlayStation 5. Let's just be honest. Unless it's they, they somehow make it backwards compatible with an up-res. Like, I'm really hoping they do something like that to cater to, um, you know, everybody buying the game. is Rather than making you buy it a second time, hey, here's a, a patch or here's some sort of functionality that makes it work on the PS5 and it looks better. Agreed. Like, I'm really hoping they do something like that. Agreed. 100% agreed. Hope that's what they do. Um, that would just, A, that would make it life easier. Uh, B, they would, again, sweep the legs from out of under Microsoft. And again, this is not Microsoft hate. This is just relaying what Microsoft has already said. And if Sony, who's very much been listening um, to what Microsoft is doing, wants to take advantage of it, they could easily say, okay, anything you buy on the PlayStation 4 for the rest of the year will automatically give you a copy on the PlayStation 5. If they do that alone, they've already beaten Microsoft. Yeah, because they got much, much better games. I mean, there's there's not a title short of Halo that I know of that's coming out exclusively on an Xbox console this year. And PlayStation has two. Three, if you include Iron Man. Four, if you include uh, Final Fantasy. Five, if you start throwing in like uh, Predator Underground. So five, four games more guaranteed than Xbox has this year. That, that's a lot. It's a it's another reason to get your next box and question why you did that decision to yourself. Um, I, 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 we're not we're not going to continue doing this. Like at this point, it's just like okay, this is what Xbox is doing. It's like when Nintendo was just literally shooting themselves in the foot with the Wii U, and everyone is looking like, bro, what are you doing? that that, like every almost everything nintendo did with the wii u was me just like bro how like who who left this child alone with a blowtorch like yeah what is happening i mean 13 million units in what four years oh well it all led it all led to us having bowser as the new nintendo so that's that's all that matters (laughs) good old doug bowser and then, uh, I, I mean, I guess the only other thing that kind of ties into PlayStation is they announced another state of play for this week. So Wednesday, we're going to get a state of play solely devoted to Last of Us 2. Do you think this is the last current generation state of play we see? I I believe so. Like, I think this would be the last one dedicated strictly to this generation. I think the next ones will have, like information on both like hey this is what we're doing on the playstation 5 this is what we're doing on playstation 5 you can also expect this on 
PlayStation 4. I think that's how they'll transition their messaging is this is coming to the PlayStation 5, but you can also expect this on the PlayStation 4. But yeah, uh, I, I, I'd agree with that, um, especially considering uh, they're planning for holiday season launch and we are entering what is for, formerly and formally known as the E3 territory. Uh, it seems about a good time for them to kind of start to taper off of specifically focusing on this current gen and then looking at next gen. Yeah, yeah. I have... Uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, good, Caleb. I, like I said, I just want I just want more information on um, what I'm buying at this point. They don't have to sell me. Um, just tell me what I'm getting because at this point, it's, it's like... It's at this point, it's like, yo, if you're going to shoot, just shoot. Like, we've been in the gym all week shoot your shot already like i'm tired of running practice drills like when is the game starting you haven't shot a free throw all game you've just been practicing your shot you haven't actually shot the ball just shoot the ball i mean are we talking about practice yes we're talking about are we talking about practice here (laughs) we're not talking about a game we're talking about practice practice and again if you can't tell i am fiending for any kind of sports I, i saw sports betting on twitter based on cars that are going to cross the road, and I wanted to get in on that. <laughs> Speaking of sports, real quick, I'm going to divert this. Did you see that John Oliver is is funding and supporting the um, the Marble League? Have Whoa. you seen this? What? So have you seen have you seen those like videos on Facebook and stuff like that yes. where Marble's racing? Yeah. That's yes. a legit league that they have. They started the that? Marble Olympics. Yeah, so like what they'll do is they'll put marbles in the stands as as like fans, obviously, um, and they'll have these entire courses laid out, and each each type of marble is a different team, and so they have these entire drawn out crazy Olympics mm-hmm. based off of just those marbles itself. It's it's you, ridiculous. Caleb, you can literally go to YouTube and type in Marble Olympics, and you will see all of it. This is the best thing I've heard all day. This might yeah. be the best thing I've heard all month. Start betting on some marbles. Oh, um, oh, 100%. I got myself on the on the crystal marble every time. Every time. So I'm, I'm going to throw a curveball at you guys. We didn't talk about this, but kind of Matt kind of brought up that E3 is coming. And I realized we haven't done any preparation for E3 yet. Mm. We haven't talked about any speculation stuff that might occur. No, we, so didn't, we didn't make a predictions podcast. We have not yet. So I want you guys to think about that. Let's Let's – Talk a little bit about what we want to see from the E3. Let's call it June. Let's just say June from video games. That's what's going to be no E3 mm-hmm. this year. Um, game Fest, you mean? The, the, <laughs> I mean, Summer Game Fest, the, the IG summer of games, Summer of Games, the Fest of Summer Games. I'm sure we'll get like 75 different variations <laughs> of it. Festivists. Whatever, yeah. whatever Greg Miller and the guys are kind of funny are doing. They are actually doing a uh, indie game launch as they've done them before and they're they're partnering with uh gorilla collaboration i think it is gorilla collective i think that's what it is gorilla collective so they're doing a whole three-day event announcing new um indie games coming out which i love i think that's awesome to get the recognition they need deserve but it's been rumored that we're going to get a playstation 5 reveal about june 4th which puts it on a thursday and that that's in line with um oh that's next week next week that's yeah so that's oh, in man. line with them saying that we're going to show off some games real soon so what do you guys think we're going to see in the month of june from different stuff i think playstation gives us a date and a look of the console i think xbox also gives us a date 
Uh, I think June we get dates. Prices, I'm not sure yet. You got anything, you got anything Matt? Um, I feel like if at at this stage of the year, they they might as well just throw a price at us. Like that that's what I would expect if if Sony's gonna step into the ring right now, I feel like they might as well jump in front and I mean Xbox can try to go a hundred dollars cheaper as we've been speculating, but who's gonna buy it? But I, I would expect them to throw a price at us at this stage of the game. I really don't gonna think do Sony's gonna go first on the price at all. I think that they they've they're comf- they're in a comfortable enough lead on the PS four and like they have enough of the market share and mind share on the PlayStation 5 that they don't have to do any. They have won this whole race to the next generation by doing and saying as little as humanly possible. I, I think Matt's right. I think they've been quiet for so long. I think um, when they come out and do that reveal, we're going to get the three major things we need. What it looks like, uh, the date it's released, and the price. I think it'll all be bundled in one massive message. They did they did the same thing when the PS4 launched, um, where they showed it all off and gave us all the information we needed in June. And by early July, they were sold out everywhere for pre-orders. So I think Matt's right on that one. Sorry I disagree with you, Caleb. Um, I think that PlayStation uh, is going to launch planned to have 15 titles launch. I think 12 of them will make it on release day. Total, and that's third party, first party, whatever. So I, I think that's that's what will happen with that one. But I think we'll get a whole bunch of new games, obviously, announced in in June. I think we're going to find out all of the Ubisoft titles that are coming out, and we can expand on this more in an actual prediction show. But just kind mm-hmm. of, you know, sprinkle it in there, tease the people, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, Do you, I feel like Ubisoft is is due for. A Far Cry announcement somewhere. Um, we haven't seen anything um, from the rehire. Granted, we never thought we were going to see anything, but we haven't seen anything or heard anything from the rehire of the head of the Splinter Cell division. Um, as I like to call it, um, which is just big news because that series is close to my heart. I want to see something about Diablo 4. I'll be honest, I've been playing Diablo 3 in my spare time, which just means uh, I'm usually loading up and updating Elder Scrolls. <laughs> uh, or or I'm supposed to be in class and I can't play Elder Scrolls in class, so I'm playing Diablo. Um, uh, Elder Scrolls just takes too much focus. With Diablo, I just point and click and hit 1, 2, 3, 4. That's why I can play Diablo in class, over Zoom anyway. Um, but besides that... Um, Yeah, Diablo 4. I just want Diablo 4. Okay. What is... Let me throw another curveball at you guys. What's a game series um, that's not currently on our current generation that you guys want to see brought back? Ooh. Um... I, I'll give you an actual answer, and then I'll give you like a pseudo answer that fits the bill of what you're asking. Uh, I want a remaster of Sly Cooper. Um, okay. And if they could also redo Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, I would love that. 
Caleb, you got anything? I want two games. One is Titanfall 3, and the other is uh, Destiny 3. I'll be honest, I'm clamoring for that content. One thing I've realized playing a whole lot of Elder Scrolls and a little bit of uh, Final Fantasy, um, the perfect kind of Venn diagram of video games that I want is something massive multiplayer online. Um, I like collecting gear and loot. I like doing raids. I like dungeon delving. Um, but I prefer all those things in shooter form. Um, I like my classic RPGs, but I, I just like to get together with a group of guys and girls in a guild and go like do raid. And I prefer that in shooter form. Destiny 2 just isn't doing that as well as I'd like it to. Um, and there hasn't been any of these other Destiny killers uh, that have kind of lived up to that reputation. Like Division 2 came and died in the same three months um and i played it a lot and it just fell off the face of the planet mostly because their raids were like 13 hours to beat on a pc and 27 hours to beat on an xbox not putting that much time into a raid sir sorry um so destiny 3 for like my mmo fix but the idea of titanfall how much smoother that game could be how much faster the Titans could be, more diverse playthrough on a new console, that's what I want. So let me let me challenge you right there on that Destiny 3, though. Um, would it be smarter for them to use that as a platform and make Destiny 2 better? Or would it be, would it be better for them to split the community again and create an entire new game where all the work you've done doesn't carry over? I think, I think at this point, it's for me, at this point, it would be better to go Destiny 3 because it's a new number on the box. So you get new fans. All your, like, because everyone transitioned over from Destiny 1. Um, some people went back for a few months, but eventually everyone transitioned from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2. I think you create it, you make it a way, you make it available for people who've been playing Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, someone like myself, to. Um, get legendary points, get something like they can transfer over their gear um, and start with their gear, but it's like just brought back to level one and then they can level that gear back up. Uh, I know the first argument against that is that it's an artificial grind, but it's something for the time that you've put in. It's better than what we got from Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. You know what we got? We got a stinking emblem. We got an emblem that said, hey, congratulations, you played Destiny 1. That was it. See, I, I look at Destiny as um, something they need to learn from current MMOs because that is essentially what they're trying to do. And, I mean, if you look at, as you talk about all the time, ESO, Final Fantasy fourteen, World of Warcraft, um, Neverwinter, I think, is another one. Like, if you look at those MMOs, they don't – World of Warcraft's been around for 17 years now, 16, 17 years. Um ESO has been around for six. Final Fantasy 14 has been around 11-ish because I know it came on the PS3. So uh, all those games, rather than create new ones, they just kind of update and modify their their current one to drag new people in and to incentivize those who are currently playing to continue to play. Um, my one concern with that is if they try to change up the way they do things and add a new game and call it destiny three you have people who might be concerned do i need to play the first two um 
and, and gotcha. We gotcha. Yeah. get that all the time. And you also build, make that community stronger by showing them that you're committed to what you currently do. So I think it's, it'd be best for the Bungie team if they went ahead and like I said, carried on destiny Two, made it bigger, better, stronger, added huge expansions. Mm-hmm. Cause my, my, I don't play destiny Two. It's not at all what I play, but my interpretation of it is whenever they launch new stuff, it's not big. It's like a, a trickle. And it's a little bit here and a little bit there where they need to do the expansion kind of method that you see in MMOs where it's a huge amount of content added, um, tons and tons of hours of gameplay, but you can still play what's already been out before that. If they so. do, if they if they were to do that, I want them to rename it. Just take the Destiny 2 off of it. Just call it Destiny. Uh, like Final Fantasy 14, Heaven Sword, or blah, blah, blah. Make Okay, if we're going to do it that way, Destiny two semicolon uh, title title yeah yep yeah I'm right there with you um, two games that I really want to see brought back in in the next coming years um, I want to see more Mario sports titles mm-hmm. we only have tennis right now um, so I'd love to see more out of the Mario sports I mean we had soccer in the past we had baseball Super strikers basketball. yes let's go. yeah Super yeah Mario I'd strikers. love to get more of that. Um, Outside of that, it's like I guess Final Fantasy. I want to see a, a new Final Fantasy game? Um, maybe sixteen. You know, still want seven stuff in, implemented, but I would love to see that. So, uh, it'll never happen. There's just no way it's gonna happen. Uh, Siphon filter or Metal Gear, but Leg- Legacy of Kane. Not Ooh. thinking about it. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good one. I wouldn't mind seeing some of those games come back. But, gentlemen, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Short podcast this week, it seems like. Not a whole bunch of information out there for us to chit-chat about. Everybody's taking a break from Memorial Day weekend. I'm sure tomorrow we'll get stupid amounts of information released. That's how it always happens. Yep. Well, if there's nothing else, Matt, why don't you tell them where they can find us and, most importantly, you. Well, guys, you can find us on all social media at the TDM show, mostly uh, on Facebook and Twitter. On Instagram, it is TDM show. Uh, We love hearing from you guys. So you can drop in our forum. I say forum, but it's actually just a form you can fill out on our website, whitenoidstudio.com slash TDM show. Drop any suggestions for content you want us to talk about. If you want to be a guest on the podcast or if you just want to say hi. We enjoy talking with you guys. Uh, we're on all platforms that podcasts are available. So like, rate, review us, share us with your friends. And you can find me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. Caleb? Yes, I go by the name of Old Man Mookie on all my social media platforms and my gaming platforms. Go ahead, hit me up. Uh, I'm usually just hanging around, talking a whole lot about Future and Gunna, the most uh, toxic combination of music on Twitter. Also the greatest. Just I'm not gonna say any more than that. It's just the greatest. Not for everybody, but it's the greatest. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um I will be playing probably a lot of Elder Scrolls if you're on there. Holla at your boy. Um other than that, no, I'm good. Yeah, you can find me on the Twitterverse at Tonksy T O N N K S Y. Uh, most gaming platforms is without the Y, just regular tonks. Um, but gentlemen, before we go, I just want to do one thing. You guys have homework this week. 
So we need to get together a predictions list for the month of July, June, July. We're going to call it that because that's when all the games are going to get released. Uh, summer of games, festive games, summer festivus, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So get a prediction list together. Um, if you're out there listening, send us your prediction list. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think Square Enix is going to give us new games? Ubisoft will give us something new. PlayStation is going to release something amazing. Let us know what you think. Appreciate you guys listening. Stay healthy. Stay six feet apart. Stay clean. We'll catch you next week.